Brothers, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they wanna borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. Episode 4 of Unrelated at Birth, you have, as always, the golden voice of the Southeast, Dave Adams, coming to you live and in living color, all the way from Huntsville, Alabama, right here at the top of the state of Alabama, and I have always brought my friends along, all the way from the House of Mouse, St. Cloud, we're not doing the other cities, Adam, (laughs) the phenomenal brother. Adam Russell. I like for you to flex your uh, muscle of your geographical prowess of the Orlando area, Dave. Well, I'll, I'll do that, but I have to give people something to look forward to. Okay, no, I, I get it. You know, don't want to don't want to give the whole thing away too too early in the new podcast, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. In fact, I'm I'm still trying to think of a good intro. We we actually have a good outro now, and yes, we, we will we will show you what that will be at the end of this episode. <laughs> I was thinking of something along the same lines, but I couldn't really think of a way to bring Haunted Mansion into the intro. Hmm. We'll have to find I another mean, I could attraction. Say, yeah, we're, we're hinting at the, what, what the outro is going to be. It might allude to some Magic Kingdom attraction, so we need to find a way to bring another one in. I mean, I could have said I'm your ghost host, but mm-hmm. that doesn't really that, work. That doesn't sound right. That's, no, but no. we're recording this on August 9th. You and I both have the day off. Yes. I needed you to be at work today. I know. The This is the 50th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion. And Disney Parks has a glow-in-the-dark Madam... I forget her name. Madam... Leota. Leota. Little ball and pop figure. And they're going to be sold out by the time you go back to work on Monday. I know. And I was just there two days ago. That's the thing about it. I asked them specifically at Memento Mori. I said, do you have that? And they said, no. And she gave me a very knowing look. And she was like, no, not yet. And I was like, okay. I tried. Which means it was in the back. Oh, yeah. They got the boxes and they're totally prepped to, to put them out. It just wasn't today yet. You should have flashed your cast member card and said, hey, give me no. three. Then the answer would have been, I'm sorry, sir. We're reserving these for our special guests. So Well, you're a- we reserved them for our guests, guests. Dave. Oh, yeah, I'm friends I'm, with special guests, but I'm a cast member. I have to leave those things for the people who go and look, save up make, and look so much forward to their trip. Don't, don't make, make me go all passhole on you. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> please don't. And, and, and there was a P in front of that. Yes, there was. A very, pass very, hole. very emphatic P. Well, I, mean, I want to make sure weird. people don't know we're cussing on this. No, we're definitely not going to this family show. We're a family so, show. And... and and with us being a family show, yes, Adam has brought in a great guest with a, a great family attraction. 
Yeah, I, I'm so personally Adam? I'm personally really excited about this. You heard us geek out already in the first three episodes on a number of things. Um, numismatics and movies. I'm going to make you try it every week until you get it. <laughs> Coin collecting movies, music, you know, you've heard us run the gamut. And today we get to dive down into one of my personal passions that I'm going to get Dave hooked on eventually. And that is escape games. Yeah, but you're not. Are you hooked? Well, I didn't do a great one. I don't leave an escape game where I don't think to myself and everybody in the group gives each other that look or like, are we doing another one right now? That's always so, what so, happens. Here we go. Before we bring our guest in, I, you and I are very similar <laughs> in some ways, most ways. Yeah. The way that we are not similar is you take time to think about things. That's true. And you're, you're very deliberate and your way of putting it is you noodle. I do. And and, and you, you find the right way and you only do it once. I'm a trial and error type guy. But that, that can that can pay off in an escape. There are roles you have to play. And one of them right. is the sledgehammer. And you would make a very good escape room sledgehammer. But the problem is you and I would probably end up hating each other by the end of the Oh, no, game. no, no, because you need a sledgehammer. Listen, listen, when I do an escape room, I'm, I, I fall naturally into project manager mode immediately as soon as it starts. And that does turn some people off, I have to say. But everybody sure. plays a role. Thanks. Thanks a lot. So anyway, back to our originally scheduled programming. We have all... Here's our first tangent. Uh, I love it. The first of the of many probably in this one episode. So we actually have the opportunity today to speak with Max Magura from The Escape Game, which is my personal favorite escape brand here in the Orlando area. They've got them all over the country, though. And so we wanted to have Max on, talk his, you know, what he does and all of that and what the escape game is and all of their locations so that our listeners would get an idea of where all these are and hopefully go uh, go give them a try. So we'll bring him in officially now. Max, how you doing, man? Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, it's going, <laughs> it's going good. Going thanks, well. for, thanks for listening to our uh, madness up to this point. <laughs> no, it was great. I loved it. I loved it. So, I can't uh, wait to hear that uh, outro music. Oh, nice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So tell us a little bit about what you do at the escape game and how you came to work for, for that company. Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, I'm the marketing manager uh, for all of our national locations. Um, but I actually started uh, with the escape game about four and a half, five years ago um, as a game guide. So for those who haven't played an escape game before, um, at least with our company, every game has kind of a, a game guide to help you along if you get stuck on a clue or a puzzle. Um, and so they're kind of watching and, and listening uh, to help you along the way. So that's actually how I started with the company. Uh, and then over the past four years have, have moved up a little bit and um, as the company has expanded and, and now do marketing for, for all of our locations. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So, so you say all your locations. Go ahead and spill the beans. Where yeah, yeah. are all your locations? Of course. So, um, we started in Nashville uh, about five years ago, um, and Orlando. I know Adam, you're down there. Orlando was our second location, um, and that opened in uh, spring of 2015. But but since then, um, we have three locations actually in Nashville. We're in Orlando. Um, Atlanta, Austin, Chicago, Cincinnati, Dallas, Houston, Jacksonville, uh, Minneapolis and the Mall of America, uh, New Orleans, 
Um, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. We just opened in San Francisco last week, and uh, we got New York City coming up uh, in September. So we're really wow. excited about that one. Please tell me your San Francisco one has an Alcatraz escape room. So, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we ha- we have a uh, one of our games, one of our uh, earlier. It's actually our hardest game. It's called Prison Break. Um, and the theming of that one is very 1950s Alcatraz uh, style um, once you're in the room. Um, and, and it's a really fun game. And actually one of the, one of the fun anecdotes about uh, that game is uh, your group is actually split into two separate cells uh, to start the game. Um, oh, wow. And within each cell... Uh, there's a, a, a prison toilet, and we actually got those from uh, state penitentiaries. So it just adds adds to the immersion. They went through an acid bath, so uh, I was about to say everything's everything's clean. But yeah, that's a, a, a fun little fact uh, for for that game at least. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, I know here we've got six experiences here at the one in Orlando. I've done five of the six. The only one I haven't done is playground. Okay. And I think the, the thing that I like about it is that if you want your traditional keys and locks and codes type escape room, those are definitely part of your guys' offering. But then if you want something completely different that's got more of a technology bent to it, you know, like Mission Mars here is one that is almost exclusively that way. And then one like Special Ops kind of mixes that. So how do you guys how do you guys think about that? So when you open a new place like San Francisco or if you look at a place like Orlando without giving away any of the secret sauce, right? How do you guys yeah. look at your games? What's your approach to the overall brand and what you want to offer when you open something new or open up in a new place? Yeah, definitely. Um, so our founders, um, when they started the company about five years ago, um, before creating the first game, they kind of went on a global kind of escape room experience tour and, and went and played a bunch of different ones and kind of decided you know what they liked what they thought would um, resonate with people uh, here in the states uh, because escape rooms didn't start uh, in the United States they actually started in Japan and really took off in, in Budapest and that kind of got the entire Euro- European wave going um, before jumping across the pond um, but our, our approach um, one of the big things is the immersion, the immersion aspect. So there are some escape rooms that, um, pretty minimalistic in the environment or the atmosphere. Um, and you know, a lot of it is very heavily based on puzzles. Um, our approach is more, uh, immersive and tactile. So we want to make sure that you're not only solving puzzles within your group, but you're you you're utilizing the environment um, to progress through the story, um, and and so um, you know I know we have a our, one of our a couple of our founders are still very uh, heavily involved in the game making process, and um, all of our games are custom made here um, in Nashville. Uh, you know. There are other escape rooms who you can pretty much buy these pre-boxed uh, escape rooms, but ours are solely made um, here, you know, completely thought of here. Um, and the things that we focus on are the immersion aspect, the tactile aspect, and making sure that the puzzles are um, available to anybody 
to play. So you don't need to come in with any prior knowledge or mathematical or historical background. Everything that you need is within the game itself um, and accessible to a wide variety of of people. Um, and Adam, you kind of touched on this earlier. Um, you know, you really get to see people's personalities uh, <laughs> come out uh, when when uh, when they get in there and the, the clock starts counting down. Adam, you seem like you're the orchestrator yeah. type. You're, <laughs> you're getting everybody together. Um, Dave, from what it sounds like, you're probably like a, the spotter. You're you're looking for things. You're you're tearing yep. stuff apart. Um, and if you just had a team of Adams, you're probably not getting out. If you just have a team of Daves, you're probably not getting out. Everybody no. <laughs> brings their own special, you know, uh, sauce to the mixture, and and that kind of helps you helps you get out for sure. So, what goes into your planning for what cities to put? Uh, an escape room or escape game in uh it sounds like you're in pretty bigger cities do do you look at what's around the landscape or what other escape type rooms are are there and that that's dave's uh, that's dave's beginning of a pitch to bring one to huntsville i think <laughs> i mean i didn't hear huntsville in his, in his cities we're not in alabama yet we're not in alabama yet um i can think of a think of the moon you can have a moon room Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mission Mars, which Adam has played, that's uh, it's it's all about you're you're trying to get your spaceship up and up and going. Um, and that's so that, what yeah, Huntsville that is. Great, Come yeah, that would be great in Huntsville. <laughs> um, so we we actually, I kind of, I, I don't know if we mentioned this yet, but I'm I'm based in Nashville. This is where our company started, um, and this is where our headquarters are. Um, and so all of our locations, they're not franchised. Uh, they're still company uh owned and operated so that gives us the ability to make sure that um our quality is excellent across the board no matter what location you're at um and uh, with that within our headquarters here in nashville um we have our adventure factory where we're building all everything uh before shipping it out um but also part of that is you know kind of our, our real estate division who's looking at what cities to go to next um and we're looking at you know a mixture of our locals perceptive to um immersive experiences like this but also you know kind of a high high volume of of tourist traffic you know because you know Tourists, they love things to do uh, when they're in a new city, um, as cliche yeah, yeah, as that yeah. sounds. But, you know, I mean, Orlando, <laughs> that's kind of the, the the pinnacle of it down there. So, nice. um, so yeah. did, did you use the term the Adventure Factory? Is that the official name? Um, that's what I've been calling it for a couple months now, and uh, it's getting some traction. Yeah, that here, should stick. That's great. Uh, here, here in Nashville. But, yeah, it, we have a, a great crew of guys over there uh, and girls who are doing, you know, their masters of carpentry, uh, electrical work, um, crazy painting and scenic designs, stuff that uh, I definitely am not great at. But <laughs> what what comes out are these like wild sets um, that you know really make you feel like you're. I mean, Adam, you can attest to this. Like uh, special ops. Oh yeah. When you walk in that first room, you feel like you're in this market. Uh, in, 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 you know, kind of a Moroccan style market and you're not in Orlando anymore. Yeah. Uh, gold rush. It looks like you're outside in the, you know, 
uh, hills of California with this, uh, you know, real wood cabin. It, um, yeah, so they're, they're great at what they do, but yeah, the adventure factory is a, a fun place to be for sure. All right. Every time so I do a- one now, I'm going to, sorry, Dave, every time I do one, I'm going to hashtag that that needs to stick. Adventure. So I like yeah, it. Please. I like it. Please do. <laughs> so as a marketing guy, I'm sure that each one of these rooms and each one of these games is like your baby. So asking this question is probably going to be bad. <laughs> Which is your favorite baby? Uh, you know, all of our, I, I will preface it, all of our games are fantastic. Um, I, I really do like Special Ops Mysterious Market. I, I just spoke about that one. Um, as Adam mentioned earlier, it has this awesome um, duality to it of being yeah. super tactile in part of the game. Um, and then going in and the atmosphere almost completely reverses and you're in this like really tech heavy part. Um, and also the other one that I really like is Playground, uh, which Adam actually hasn't played. Um, and it's just very whimsical and yeah. it like takes you right back to your childhood. Um, the, the mission for that game is you're, you're trying to uh, complete your report card to make it to summer. Uh, in time, um, but it's it's just a lot of fun. Really bright colors um, and takes you kind of back to an atmosphere that you wouldn't usually see um, as an adult or in a lot of escape rooms. Um, but I will I will throw out uh, two teasers. Um, we got uh, two new games coming up here in Nashville um, very soon. So one of them uh, is called White Noise. And it's going to be kind of a departure from the traditional escape room. Uh, It's going to be kind of a a battle team versus team type game. So I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, I can tell. Um, (laughs) So your two teams are starting out in two separate rooms and you're kind of working against each other. Um, And there's not really escaping involved, but there's a winner and and, a a non-winner. Uh, so, so basically, put my wife on the other chair. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's up to you. That's up to you. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then the the other one that we got coming up uh, later this month, early September, is called Ruins uh, Forbidden Treasure. And this is one that we've been working on for about a uh, year and a half, two years. Um, oh wow! And we really believe that this is going to be like the pinnacle escape room. Um, it's kind of got this Cambodian jungle, uh, ruins type feel, think like, um, jungle book style ruins. That's cool. Um, and the scenic is just incredible. And there's some surprise elements that we haven't really, uh, incorporated in our, in our previous escape room. So we're really excited about that one. Is that one in Nashville or Orlando? It's in Nashville. Uh, so Dave, you got the, the leg up on Adam, (laughs) uh, but but hopefully hey. uh, we can get it down to Orlando uh, sometime. Oh, yeah. Well, I will say this. Adam is probably coming up for the Tennessee-Alabama game. So if he can come up a day early. See? You we make, can make it up to Nashville, up to, yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Let me I know. love it. I love it. Definitely will. So where are your Nashville locations and your Orlando locations? So um, Orlando, we're right in the heart of iDrive, International Drive. Um, pretty close to the uh, the Orlando Eye, the big Ferris wheel, or the big Ferris wheel. I guess it's a Ferris wheel. Um, observation wheel. Yeah, I think observation that's what they call wheel. it. Something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, 
they like that better. Um, so right in the in the in the middle of it all, um, you know, I know a lot of people go down to Orlando and they're they're hitting up Disney or Universal or um, doing one of the big ones. But usually, I think they have a, a day off or so, and, and we're a great uh, attraction or thing to do. Uh, on those off days or when it's really hot or raining um and then in nashville so we actually have three um one's in downtown uh one's a little outside of town in a opry mills um okay and uh, it's a mall and then um a little south of the city uh in an area called berry hill Uh, it's about two miles from downtown and that's actually our original location that's our our flagship location yeah that my wife Oh, go ahead. Go ahead Adam. You're talking about Nashville. Go ahead. I was going to skip yeah, back yeah. to Orlando. So. Barry Hill, is that near Franklin and, and Brentwood and all that stuff? Or? So it's actually not even outside of Metro Nashville, but it okay. is it is towards that way. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, my wife loves uh, Chewy's Mexican yeah, restaurant. So we, and so in Orlando, she loves to, for that, that's our date night a lot of times. It's Mexican food and an escape game. So. Yeah, we're right. We're right next door. Yep, yeah, literally. Wait, just you two do an escape room? Oh no, we'll go with we'll go with other people. Okay. So we we always we at least do we find when we do it four is a good number four or five. Is usually I'll say a good this. number. I love my wife. Aww. Every second of the day, I love my wife. Oh. But there is no way in Hades I would do an escape room with her and her alone. Why not? Because she is basically you, and well, I am the sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys, you'd learn a lot about each other, dude. You'd learn a lot. Okay. So so one thing, Max, I've seen um, at some of the ones here is a little bit of the, the changes in the merchandise and some of the new offerings. I know one of the things I have to give a shout out to with you guys is the pins for the yeah. rooms. I wear them on my backpack that I take to work like badge of honor. Do I complete one? I went ahead awesome. and bought playground, but I don't wear it yet. Cause I got to beat it first. But okay. But that, yeah. that's one of the things because you know, a lot of the t-shirts and the normal things people have, I think that pen is a nice little takeaway. So I enjoy those, but I've also seen some of the, you mentioned it earlier where um, some of the stuff is more simplistic. It's almost like an escape room in a box, but you guys actually have your own like take home experiences. With, yes. with some escape games. So tell us a little bit about those. Yeah, definitely. And thanks for bringing that up. And I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that our design team uh, uh, gets word about the pins. They're going to be really pumped about that. Great. Um, earlier this year, uh, I think in spring, um, we created something called TG Unlocked, um, which the first iteration of it is an expansion on our game, The Heist. Um, and so... When you receive this box, you can either buy it in store or online. Um, when you get it, you take it home. You're you you're utilizing what's in the box as well as this online component um, to kind of solve your own mystery at home. And you can work by yourself. You can work uh, with your wife or girlfriend or husband or whatever and friends. And um, you pretty much are solving one game it takes about i'd say 45 minutes to an hour and a half depending on um how much research you do because you're you there are other escape room companies that do something similar um but ours allows you to uh look outside of the box so you can utilize the web um to kind of figure things out um and we're actually working on uh volume two of that one right now so hopefully that comes out in the fall and then um 
last month we released our very own board game. Um, so this is uh, uh, a board game, a party game that's based on our uh, prison break room. And so uh, you're you're working both with and against your your teammates. Um, teammates probably isn't the the right word, but uh, those playing the board game with you to try and break out of prison. And uh, it's uh, kind of a mixture of strategy meets a little bit of charades, meets a little bit of Pictionary um, with a couple other elements. It's really fun. We actually, the marketing team played uh, last week uh, just for fun and had a great time. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Max, as we're winding this down, uh, let's tell our people what it costs usually to do a game, what what you recommend, the numbers for the games, and yeah. how to get a hold of, of your company. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Um, so you can find out information about all of our location and games at theescapegame.com. Um, and prices range between locations, but it's about $32.99 uh, per person. And um, all of our games have different capacities depending on the location, but most top off at about eight. Um, but as Adam mentioned, I think five to six is a great number. Um, you have a little bit more elbow room um, and everybody uh, gets to weigh in. Two people, two people's tough, um, but, <laughs> but five people, five to six, that's, that's a great number. And yeah, again, that's theescapegame.com. So before before we go through the socials and everything, Dave, I have to know, Max, what role do you play when you find yourself in an escape room? What do you naturally sort to? I, I, I go more towards uh, the orchestrator, Got for it. sure. <laughs> yes. For I love sure. it. That, well, <laughs> if manager is your, manager, your title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's to. both of us then, yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, well, Max, give out the socials so that people can tweet at you uh, at the game when they've completed it and kind of get some congratulations yeah definitely um so all of our handles instagram facebook and twitter are at the escape game uh pretty simple um and yeah we'd love for everybody to come out um all of our locations are open seven days a week from 8 9 a.m to midnight so we got games all day every day that is also every location 7 a.m to midnight just about yeah that's cool that's awesome. Well, Max, we really appreciate it. Uh, I know you're in the middle of your workday, so thank you for taking time out of your workday to uh, to come on and talk with us. Yeah, thanks, guys. I uh, really appreciate you having me on, and I'm uh, looking forward to this outro music here in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope we don't disappoint. Okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks, Max. Thanks, Max. So thanks again to Max Magura. That was a really great interview. And like I said, I'm super, super passionate about escape games. So that was a real treat for me. It was good to hear some of that background information too, because I think you made a good pitch for Huntsville, man. I mean, why doesn't Huntsville have one? I mean, we've got like privately owned ones. Yeah. But they're not near as good as, as what he's talking about. And it's right in there. It's right in Nashville's backyard too. So it makes perfect sense. Hey, you know well, what? That might be hashtag, hashtag TEG, TEG Huntsville. We'll get it going. Every every single post we ever do, we'll have it. so. But no, that was really great, and, and it was like I said, it's a real treat for me. I'm passionate about it. There's so many around here. There's Escape Effect, Escapology, Escape Game. There's some that have storylines between to connect all the games. I mean, there's so many different ways you can go about it. 
there's even some in like New York that are pretty crazy where there's an actor in the room that's like a zombie on a chain. And the longer that's you cool. go, the, the longer the chain gets. But there are things up by the zombie at the very beginning that you have to go get to escape you know, quickly. Even, so, I mean, that kind of stuff is pretty cool. It, it, there, anything goes in that world, right? It's, it's really cool. E- e- even to a small effect, The Void is an escape game. In a way, yeah. I mean, you I have mean, tasks you, you have to complete. Not real. I mean, you can't lose in the void. But you can go faster in the void. Um, there are things you can do in that control room. Yeah. Without I'll tell you, though, when we were playing the void, yeah. I wanted to stay in the room with Vader as long as I could. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, like would you here. It should have a pop-up that says, would you like to stay here for another five minutes? Yes, I would. Yes. Please let him just continue to slice me. I also saw that in New York, Austin and Vegas. There's a Ghostbusters there is. void game. Yep, that would be awesome. Good luck getting I that here, though. I won't come to Disney. Yeah. But I need it. I know, right? That's why they should have two locations. I think they do a there good business. Go. At least I in the area. Void on the show. There you go. That sounds like a great idea. I'll get right on that, Rose. I mean, so, yeah, you I, are the guy, that the host with the most that brings in everybody. That's true. That is true. Except the WDW couple. That was you. That was, all that was a good get. Good job, Dave. Everybody clap for Dave. No matter what you're doing, unless you're driving, don't take your hands off the steering wheel. Clap for Dave. So, yeah, I... Um, okay, all right. And cut. And, okay, thank you. <laughs> Dave was cutting. Stop clapping for yourself. Stop clapping. Anyway, so, um, yeah, like I said, big treat. I, I was not lying when I said that I have the, all the pins from the one here in town where I play. Thank you for clapping for my achievements at the escape game. Thank you, Dave. But no, I do Yay. have I do have all the pins from the one here. I have them on my backpack. I've got one for the last game I haven't done that I will put on when I defeat it. And it's nice just yeah. to have that little kind of trophy, that recognition that you use to walk around and show people what you accomplished. Um, what? Wait, what is? What is that? That's a blast from the past. So those who those who don't know. That is our sideline morning music from our previous podcast. That means Dave must have a good Lord Amen, get off my lawn style rant about sports. Oh, yeah. And does it relate to what I was talking around around personal achievements and having something to show? It relates to trophies. Oh, well, please take it away. So in the last week, there has been a probably the worst argument I have ever heard. Uh, between two individuals and really it's not an argument it's just media opinion crap opinion yeah the danny canals of the world the barrett salis of the world and i i respect barrett for most part but mm, this makes me so mad so a reporter in missouri asked kelly bryant formerly of clemson if Dabo Sweeney offered him a national championship ring, would he accept said ring? And as any 22-year-old would do, he said, well, of course I would. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Well, another reporter asked Dabo, would you give Kelly Bryant a ring? As any good coach would do, he said, in not so many terms, Hell no, he quit on our team. And if he quits on this team, why does he get to reap in the rewards 
of what all the all the guys that that put their blood, sweat, and tears into the 2018 Clemson team for the entire season, spring, fall, postseason. Well, today, basically, they asked Kelly Bryant, "What do you think about it?" And Kelly Bryant said, "I don't care. It, you know, it's it's a stupid argument that was just made in the media." But I am appalled at grown grown ass adults who are coming in and what what Adam? That, that's two. That's that's too too many. Calm down. I said one. Calm down. That's two. He, hell isn't a cut. That's word. three. <laughs> Continue. That's Continue. Okay. <laughs> I am appalled. At grown poopy adults <laughs> <laughs> who are saying that Kelly Bryant deserves a ring. Are you kidding me? The man, qu- the boy, quit on his team when Clemson needed him the most. The very next get- day, the very next game that Clemson was told by Kelly Bryant that he was quitting and taking his ball and going home. Because he couldn't beat out Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. The very next game, Trevor Lawrence gets hurt. Another backup gets hurt for Clemson. And just by some fluke, Clemson ends up beating Syracuse. So no, Kelly Bryant. You quit on your team when your team needed you the most. You don't deserve a ring. You don't deserve my admonition. In fact, you're the millennial mindset Uh-oh. that you took your ball and went home when things got tough for you. Yes, you had one year of eligibility left. Because of that little kooky four-game rule, you now can redshirt because you've graduated from Clemson and go play at Missouri this year. But I don't care. When Adam and I were raised in our families... I'm sure that, that your parents taught you when you start something, when you, when you started something, you see it through to the end. Right, Adam? Yeah. Okay. And I'm sure I you're mean, trying to tell Aiden that as well. Of course we are. Okay. But the stupid millennial, uh, I'm going to say it. Nope. I'm going to say uh, it. Uh, Upwards sports uh, mentality of this crap. Everybody gets a ribbon. Everybody but, but hang gets on. to play. Did Everybody's any, okay. Did anybody ask Kelly Bryant how he felt after Dabo said that? No. They didn't? No. Okay. Well, they, they have now. Oh, they have now. Okay. Well, here's, yeah. the, here's, the, here's ultimately it's, it's, the problem the at the end of the day. It's the media that's making me the most mad. No, I understand. And here's ultimately the problem at the end of the day is that you've got the sports media opining on something that at the end of the day is none of their business. I mean, if, I if he left after they played Furman, Texas A&M, Georgia Southern. Which he, he helped with that A&M game. He did. He helped in the A&M game. But in the overall, if Dabo Swinney decides, here, here's the thing. If Dabo Swinney decides at the end of the day it's the best thing for the team, that, that Trevor Lawrence should be the starter. Then Trevor Lawrence is the starter. If Kelly Bryant decides, given the current NCAA rules, that it's better for him to go somewhere else, he goes somewhere else. None of that has any bearing on First Take or Danny Cannell or anybody's life. And these guys who all of these, you see it in the other aspects of media too, that we used to have journalists. Now we have what I call opinionators. 
They don't report on facts. They just report on, oh, here's something we can talk about for 30 minutes and get some ad space sold and get some Twitter followers. And that's what they do. This is nobody's business. And to be honest with you, I doubt that Debo Swinney or Kelly Bryant have given this much thought at the end of the day. But at least we know at the end of the day, Kelly Bryant's not going to have this problem again at Missouri. (laughs) Right? I mean, he's just not going to have this problem in the future. But but I want I want to say one thing to you though, and I think I think who was it on Facebook that made the same upward, upward argument I was about to make? Was it Eric? Upward is a different thing. Upward, everybody goes into it knowing that you're going to learn about the sport. And I honestly think, Dave, if you walk into it knowing that's what it is, that's great. But if I walk into a competitive soccer league here in town and I sign my child up for it, or myself because there are adult leagues too, right? And everybody ends up getting a trophy in a competitive league. And I have a problem, but Upwards never said we're going to help you beat the other guy. It says we're going to help you learn a sport and some Bible verses along the way. That's the whole premise of it. But I will say, when you walk into it, they shouldn't be a participation trophy for every single person. But I do think there is room in youth sports, and this is probably a whole other episode, Dave. I think okay. there is room in youth sports for more development and less competition. Because I've been over at the pool and around town. We tried Aiden with baseball. It's not his bag. He likes Taekwondo. He likes basketball. He likes swimming, right? I've heard the parents screaming at the top of their lungs where you can hear them about a half mile away over a four-year-old hitting a single. I, I, I would be overjoyed at any of Aiden's accomplishments. But the only reason those parents are excited is because that single drove in a run and now they're in the league. There should be less competition and more development in youth sports. You won't have kids throwing their arms out. You won't have kids getting burnt out from it. And I hate to say it, it diffuse a lot of these parents that are living vicariously through their kids because their glory days are over. It should be about developing them to love something, not winning, because then kids hate it because they lose. So I think there's more room for that. And then at least you walk into it knowing you're not going to get a trophy because we're not keeping score. You have to develop yourself. What does Nick Saban tell everybody? Nick Saban tells every single person who walks through his facility, I don't care about a national championship. I don't care about that. You do your job and you develop as an individual and all of those things will come in their due time. And that should be applied to youth sports. Do you really think that Nick Saban doesn't care about national championships? Has he stepped up in front of a press conference and told anybody, I care about national championships more than anything else? No, he says he wants to develop young men into, into very strong individuals that know how to do their job and carry a task through. The national That's championship, coach speak. it is coach speak, but it should be more coach speak that we actually meet, especially with our kids. Okay. So, you led me on a rant. How did you pull me into your rant? Doggone it, Dave. I'm good like that. <laughs> that is just how I do things. You're the contagious ranter. Well, I mean, I'm the good Lord, get amen, get off my lawn type guy. That is true. I mean, it, it, I, I'm, I'm Twitter friends with the local sports show here in town. And every time I close my, my tweet with him, it's hashtag get off my lawn, guy. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, that's kind that's of That's you, I Dave. Am. That's your thing, man. I mean, yeah, I'm anti-millennial just because, to me, and Adam, this is a little against what you said. No way. In a sporting world, even in T-ball, there is a clear winner. And a clear loser. But there should even be. Max, even Max, and I, I, great interview. I loved having Max on. But even Max was afraid to say the word loser. 
Well, yeah. Did you, did you catch mean, that? But, but again, it's the context you're walking into. When you walk into an escape game, we either fail as a team or succeed as a fail. Yeah, but you That's can't you can't lose by not escaping anyway. But it's a different thing in an escape room to say that part of the room is going to have succeeded and part of the room is going to have have to fail. That's a different concept, and I, I'll be interested to see how that goes. But yeah. you you can't tell me that you don't see the benefit in telling a six year old boy just go out there literally and do your best. We're going to work on your fundamentals. In three years, we'll start competing so that when you go home and you lose. Your dad's not in the truck with you yelling at you about how you lost because that's what burns a lot of kids out at sports. It's not you and me. It's not you and me. But there are some folks that that only want a winner. But a winner is not the team. There are eight other people on the field. The winner is what I can do, and we need some more of that. Not necessarily upward, but something a little bit less competitive. Because trust me, around here even, I mean, you see it in you see it in sports, high school, and everywhere else how people do. I think they just take it too far. But anyway. All right, that's our sports talk. There you go. And we, we promise we are not a sports talk <laughs> podcast. We had to touch on that one, though. It, that impacts us personally. Like, and, we and feel that one, no? I think it was your wife that just this week said she listened to episode two. Yes. Where we talked wrestling. And she said she tuned out when me and Mickey talked sports no, she didn't tune out she was just yeah, um, oh, 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 no, the words tune out at the, wrong... the words the words tune out were never used i just want to tell you that okay but you're <laughs> taking offense at the wrong uh the wrong phrase in that sentence okay what did your wife call wrestling oh yeah 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 she said okay. it was sports talk i i just want to throw that out there <laughs> your own wife who lives within your own walls Said that wrestling was sports talk. Okay. Well, next time you guys talk wrestling, we'll see if she wants to come on. Uh, if she wants to talk sports, <laughs> we can. That's hilarious. <laughs> nice. All right, Adam. If, if they want to agree or disagree with my Kelly Bryant take, yeah. what's that phone number? They can hit us up at 650-UAB-SHOW. Call it. Leave a voicemail after the beep. We'll play it on the show, and we'll discuss it. Who will be the first caller? Who will it be? I'm guessing either BK or KG. I'm thinking either them or my dad. I'm actually that's a, shocked your dad. That's a challenge. Dad. I think, well, we have, I don't know that the number has been really widespreadly publicized. But it here it is. It on the third episode. So here it is. We'll put it in the link to the show, along with a link to our new website that we're putting out there. So I'm not, I'm not going to say the address here because it's not something easy yet that you can just remember. But um, we'll put the link out there to our site. There you can see the Apple Podcast link is there. It'll take you straight to the podcast app. The Stitcher link is there to take you to Stitcher if you're on anything other than an iPhone, computer, Android, whatever. And then we're also going to have links to our socials, our YouTube page, and then a blog where we'll throw some stuff out there every now and then about things we're doing, things we're not talking on the show, but we're interested in. We've already got one out there that's kind of a behind the scenes who we are and why we do the show. So um, we'll throw that in. There's an about me section too. There is. Yeah. About, about both of us individually. So um, we'll throw that in the next post about the show, and that will be the primary way that we get the show out there and the way you can listen to it by just clicking a link and click the icon. So um, it'll be pretty easy for everybody. So do I still give out your and my socials? Oh, sure. They can still, the yeah. Well, I mean, you can, yeah. I, th- I think that okay. way people can interact with us directly a little more quickly. That's that's how they'll get the show and some other stuff. Okay. Well, I am at Adams 419 He is at Runtide Run. And then the show is at Not Related Bros. That's it. Because, as Adam said, it is 
crap to get a new <laughs> Twitter name. Every Twitter <laughs> handle is taken if it has to do with brothers or relations. Yep. All right. We're at the end. We are. We've, we've, you've made it to the end. You've listened to my rant. You've listened to us talk about Max and, and the, the escape game, the escape rooms, the escape, what is it? The escape? The escape game. Game.com. Dot com. The escape game.com. We're doing this mid-afternoon. I'm, out, I'm off my game. <laughs> I, I don't have bourbon with me. You can't, take, you can't drink bourbon at noon. No, you please could. don't. Well, you could, you could, but, you know. But there's meetings for those people. There you go. Um, but seriously, go out to theescapegame.com. Find one near you. They put together a great product, guys. You'll thoroughly enjoy it, I promise. So go, go yep. do that whenever you get a chance. All right. Well, my train of thought was to say this. You've reached the end of the show. If you've enjoyed Unrelated at Birth, my name is the golden voice of the Southeast, Dave Adams. My co-host is the phenomenal brother, Adam Russell. And once again, we are Unrelated at Birth. But if you haven't enjoyed this show, then we are I Am Geek. My name is Ryan Street. That is Chris Catron. And Christopher Street is, is having the week off. Guys, we love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.